So there I was, out in Swamp of Sorrows, picking blindweed. Happily picking blindweed. This is on my alt. My alt is an herbalist. Now, as you know, out in Swamp of Sorrows, when you get past this, we have talked about this, when you get past a certain level, there's nothing out there you can't handle. So I'm running around picking blindweed. It's a tedious job, but that's where it grows in large quantities. So you go, you bite the bullet, you go out there for an hour, and you just focus and you pick it, which was what I was doing. While I am out picking it, I see, don't mean to sound cliche, but it's true, I see a night elf rogue kind of shadowing me around. And he's about my level. He was 57. And he's shadowing me as I'm running around picking my blindweed. Now, as you know, out in Swamp of Sorrows, uh, or anywhere, when you go to pick your herb, sometimes you gotta kill what's standing on top of it. This is not posing a huge problem. It's just an inconvenience. Like, look, you're standing on my blindweed. I'm not gonna wait till you walk off. Get off my plant. And I start noticing that while I'm busy killing these pests on my plant, this night elf rogue sneaks in and plucks my plant he plucks my blindweed so essentially he's shadowing me so that i go and kill everything in his way and he just picks the blindweed that i was after yes it's not my blindweed but it's obvious what i'm doing and i know he was aware of it because he got he started laughing he started doing ha <laughs> So then, I, I'm, I'm kind of, when it happened for, uh, after a couple of times and I realized this is what's going on, I, I'm not clearing the path for you just so you can take my plant. This is what I had in mind to do when I got out. When I came into world, I came in wanting to pick blind weed. And I hauled my butt out here to do that. So I'm, I'm standing there. I had just finished killing a dragon. You know, the walkie dragons, the wobbly walkie dragons that are there. And he's standing there and I'm standing there and he's laughing and he's, you know, doing all these stupid rude gestures and everything. And while I'm standing there trying to decide, well, I can either keep doing this and have him steal my frickin' plants or I can leave and come back, but I don't want to do that either. What am I going to do with this guy? I see something off in the distance. At this point, I'd like to, to those movie buffs out there, this is actually not even a movie buff. If you've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I'm sure a lot of you have, by the, I mean, it's an old movie, great film, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It is a classic. There is a scene in Raiders where Indy is fighting the big, bald Nazi with the airplane, and the airplane's kind of moving in a circle. The airplane's moving in a circle, and he got Indy fighting this guy, and he's getting his butt beat. He's just getting his, his ass kicked. And at one point, the big, bald Nazi punches him, and Indy falls to the ground. And Indy looks up, and he sees something behind the Nazi. I'm going to leave you very briefly with that thought. I want you to think about it. If you know the movie, you, you know the scene I'm referring to. And I want you to think about that for just a moment, because we will conclude the story when we return to... This is episode 8. Thank you for downloading and for listening to this 
Well, I was going to say historical episode, but it really isn't so. But thank you for listening anyway to, to this episode of For the Horde Radio. Now, are you on pins and needles? Are you on the edge of your seat waiting for the conclusion of this, this story that I began? See, I left a cliffhanger there. When we last left our hero, our little blood elf alt was standing there debating what to do about this night elf rogue in his face. When he saw something... And I made the comparison to Raiders of the Lost Ark. What in DC is behind the bald-headed Nazi is an airplane propeller. And he hesitates a moment, and then he covers his head in his arms. And the guy kind of goes, huh? Turns around and gets a propeller right in his face. But of course, it being, you know, 1980s, they were very clean about it. It's gruesome, it's horrible, but they don't actually show it. But that's what he gets. I brought up that story because there was a very similar situation, and some of you may have already kind of figured out what it is. While I'm standing there with this rogue, I see something. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You know what I saw. I saw the big world dragon coming. Now, the big world dragon does not move very fast. It glumps along, but it was coming. Now, since he was standing, essentially, how to describe this, ahead of me, as it were, I knew he would be the first target because I was a little, I was standing just slightly more out of range. I knew he'd be the first target and I didn't want him to turn around. This was the last thing I wanted at that moment. I knew I had a couple of seconds to, like, stall this guy. I did not want him to turn around. So I go through, you know, rude gesture and and all of the motions, and he's just laughing, and I'm like, please don't turn around. Or at least don't turn around until the last second. He didn't turn around, and there it came. It just, because you know this dragon, it's galumphing along, and then all of a sudden it finds you and just swoops in. It swooped in on him. I didn't watch the carnage. I I got my butt out of there because I knew as soon as it was done chomping on him, I'd be next if I didn't like get my butt gone. So I I did run laughing the whole time. Came back, uh, you know, 10 seconds later and he's dead. I just, I just tap dance on his head. I was so happy and I picked my blind weed and moved on. That's almost a butt cheek of the week. That's almost a butt cheek. It actually, it does sound like one, doesn't it? But you know what? I had no other opening story, so this is the one you get. And that was uh, Shmoon of Knights of Elwyn. I hope you had a big armor repair bill. Jerk. Stealing an innocent little blood elf's blind weed. I hate that. That is just so it. It's so rude. That is such rude behavior. Like, you know what the person is going for, and you just swipe it deliberately because you're a jerk. I, I was so happy though. It was a it was a classic movie moment. It's times like these you almost wish you had like a camera that worked. Those of you who may remember, I still can't get fraps to work more than three frames per second in game to record anything. But that's a whole other situation. That is my story for the week, which I found very satisfying when all was said and done. I thought that was just oh, you couldn't have asked for a better ending, right? That was great. We're going to talk about something that I brought up last show. And I I said we're going to talk about this at a later time. And you know what? Now is that time. We are going to talk about classes. And how I think all of us feel our classes are the most unloved out of all. Because you know when there's a patch, what do you do? When there's a big patch that you get? I know what I do. First thing I do, as soon as I can read those notes, I scroll down and look for my class. 
and go, what did they do now? What has been nerfed? What has been taken away? What? And I sometimes will glance at the other classes. I only glance and I think this is pretty, I don't know, unless you're really devoted and into the game, I'm, I'm not, that you look specifically at these other classes. I kind of glance at them and look at the other classes just to kind of see, but not having played them past level 10, I really don't know what they're talking about. Like they're talking about this spell or this has been changed or this timing is now fixed or whatever. It's like, I have no idea, but I know about my class. I definitely know about my class, and every time I look at that list, I swear, it just seems like it gets worse and worse, doesn't it? Now, I can only, so I can only talk from my class, which is a hunter, which I've mentioned. I can only stand there and talk about the unloved hunters, the unsung hunters, because that is the class, and to a lesser degree, the paladins, but not that much, because I'm not really crazy about my paladin, but anyway, the only reason I play him is because he looks good. He's a blood elf. Of course he looks good. The GQs of Warcraft are the Blood Elves, so hey, he looks good. But anyway, that's really all I can specifically and directly say. But it always seems like they nerfed. I think this just applies to every person when they look at their class. They look at this and go, oh god, not again. You know, they shortened this, they changed that, they did this. It never seems to be a good thing. If you actually, once, once in a blue moon, it'll be something that got changed for the better. And you'll go, finally, something. But usually it just seems like they just keep lowering it, lowering and lowering and lowering, making it harder and harder to play. And I, I'm wondering if other players feel this way, that they, it almost, your class is under attack by Blizzard all the time. Which class does Blizzard hate the most? Yours. It just feels that way. I am waiting for the time when I download a patch and I see under the hunter notes, pet will randomly explode. I'm just waiting for that next. Your pet will randomly explode without warning and you'll have to get another one and retrain it and get it up to speed again. Ha 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 ha. That's what I wait for. And I, and I also say I think our classes feel unloved and unneeded and unwanted because of how other players respond to us. What other players do, how other players react, how they respond to us, and who wants who in their group. And I can say this, I think, without bias in, in utter fairness. Nobody seems to want hunters in their group, but I do believe I know why. I think it's because most hunters do not know how to play the class. I'm not saying all. I'm not saying all. And I know there is a learning curve. It takes practice. It's kind of a catch wing too. When you play solo, when you play your class by yourself, out there doing this quest, grinding, whatever, you play in a totally different fashion than when you are grouped with other people. You have to shift gears, shift mode, kind of get in that mindset. Suddenly, you're playing in a way that's probably not comfortable. People have a hard time with that, trying to adjust their gameplay suddenly. And hunters have a really hard time, I think, because of the pet. But somehow that pet just causes so much trouble, don't it? But I do look upon the pet, because I've seen pets, and I'm sure you have too, or, or if you haven't, it's a sight, when a little pet wipes a 40-man group because the hunter didn't know what they were doing and had the controls on wrong or sent it to attack and then they stand there and say I didn't do it. Well who did? Who did it then? What do you mean you didn't do it? It reminds me of Driving Miss Daisy. Yes this is a chick flick but for those who ever have seen Driving Miss Daisy very early in the movie Dan Aykroyd says cars do not behave. They are behaved upon. Same thing goes with pets. Pets do not behave. They are behaved upon. You control everything it does. Every single little thing it does is in your realm of control. And if you can't control it, 
don't use it. I've done that. On big raids, I put the pet away. I just put it away because you know what? It was too much. It was just too much to have this kind of added hindrance almost because you got the tanks fighting for aggro and you got to turn the growl off and that's fine. But they, they tanks really get like pissed at the pet. So I, I would just tuck it away. I would just put the pet away and just deal with shooting. But some don't do that. They And hey, that's fine. I, for one, think pets are great when they're under control. They act as little mini tanks. They're wonderful. I mean, who doesn't like that? <laughs> have your own little mini tank, but some, they just don't know how to control them. And they go sending in and aggroing everything. It's like, ah, it's terrible. And and of course, again, you, you have a learning curve, but it does reach a point where it's, it's like, didn't you figure this out by now? Don't put your pet on aggressive. Club the seal. That's a phrase that I have picked up. Club the seal. What does that mean? It means put your pet on passive. And that little seal face that you got for the passive, just smack the seal. You go into a group, smack the seal. I'd rather see a hunter's pet standing next to them doing nothing versus aggroing a mob that we don't need right now. You gotta watch them. And again, I, I speak from experience from the hunter side. Now, I don't know with other classes how you think this works. For some reason, though, because it's kind of weird, warlocks have pets too, but they don't get as much grief. And I'm not sure why that is, because I have played warlocks, not for very long but i have played them and you got the whole pet bar they got the same little ditties that we got for the pets nobody has grief about the warlock pets just the hunter pets and nobody wants hunters in their groups because well a couple folks who don't know how to play it and you're all stereotyped all he is you all get nope now there are some i'm sure who will disagree with me and say oh no i never had trouble i'm glad you never did i have found myself having a hard time with uh with groups because i don't want the dps it's interesting but anyway what do you think about classes and and tell me your story about yours if you think yours is terribly unloved i think everyone has that i really do you know priests except priests let me rephrase except priests because they're in such dire demand my poor paladin is not he's not holy spec he's not healing spec he is protection spec and the reason why is because i need to level him and yes it is easier to level him this way so often i'll get people whispering are, are you uh are you healing spec and i have to tell them no um all right then it's like oh shucks well screw you <laughs> we don't want you in our group if you can't heal us priests are in such high demand so i don't think priests ever feel unloved uh we have a priest that I've mentioned who is a fine priest she's a good priest she has actually um, I think we need to do an intervention for her though tell me if you have people who are obsessed with alts if you know anyone that is alt obsessed that needs an intervention because I think we have to do one for her this woman we are convinced is a bot and we say this out of love but no we really think there's something wrong with her because she can level a character like insanely and this isn't someone by the way who is home eating bonbons all day no this is a woman who works she's got a family to take care of she goes out on the weekends she does normal things she is not always in playing the game but it is this incredible phenomenon that when she is her characters put all of them level right the hell up it's amazing i'd love to see her played it'd probably be two hours she started a character a hunter in fact i i think what a month ago if and it's already caught up to my alt it's already like level 54 this hunter and i know if you, you focus and spend enough time on a character yeah especially when you know where everything is and you know how the quests go it goes far easier but she's just plowing through these levels and this isn't her only alt she's got i think another three tucked away level 40s that she kind of just tapered off on she hit 40 she was happy and god knows how many she has on other servers 
I seriously think the woman needs an intervention. There's she she really has an addiction to alts. Do you know anyone like this? That is just alt insane. They just they get a main and they get that leveled up and then they're just constantly leveling alts insanely. See, I get to a point where that's boring because I've done it already. I'm having such a hard time getting this my alt leveled because I know what he's in store for and I don't want to do it. It's like oh. Christ, I did that already. I did that already. I don't want to do it again. It sucked the first time. It can't be any better now. But no, that doesn't face her at all. She just plows through them. Incredible. So let me know if you, you have anyone who needs an intervention, and we will try to do one here on the show for you. And also let me know what you think about the whole character thing. If you think your class is unloved, and why you think they're unloved. Because like I said, we all know Blizzard hates all of us, and they especially hate Horde. I said it very early on. I think show one. Show one, I think I brought this up. All of these nerves apply to the Horde only. Only if your character is a Horde player, a Horde class, then it applies to you. Otherwise, if you're Alliance, oh, no, 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 you're fine. I swear I'm waiting for that one day. Send us uh, an email at fthradio at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts on your class and if you think you are unloved. And also, if you know someone who needs an intervention because they're obsessed with leveling characters, I really think we need to do one for for this player, seriously. But anyway, we are segueing into our first break. And you know what? In fact, I have played this. Actually, I didn't play this. I had mentioned this. And this was a uh, video done. And you know what? Since we've been talking about classes, well, talking about one anyway, but talking in general about classes and, and things, I thought this was kind of an appropriate song to put here. So we are going to put this up. Again, I had mentioned this a few episodes ago just to check out the guy's video to it because I thought it was very cute. But we're going to play the actual song here and now for you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. There's travel in your future when you hit level 30 and you get your travel form. You will never be a rogue, always healing and crying about your class. Hunter! You will want every single weapon in the entire freaking game. You don't need anything but your pet cinnamon scattershot and then bang death. Me! You think you're almighty with your epic staff with arcane power and the Zandalarian hero charm. The only problems will be ripped to shreds and you will be nerfed by every single glitchy patch. That's the world of Warcraft that you play. 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 Rogue! 50% of your server will be composed of rogues who rolled their class to be cheap. You should not worry because you can one-shot someone without any kind of skill. Preach. You think you're a shadow priest, but you will be forced to be a heal bot in your raids. You should prepare to jump off a cliff when suddenly everything is your fault. Drawman! You are the most overpowered class. All you have to do is cast Frost Shock to win. Remember to keep reincarnation up and it will take ten alive. Lions just to take you down. That's the world of Warcraft that you play. 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 So you think you have a 
elite skills because you raid all day and night or you have finally grinded to Grand Marshal or to High Warlord and you may have epic gear so you can rank to all your friends that you spend too much time playing the stupid time consuming game and just because you have to tier gear only shows that you have no life and it will be useless in the upcoming expansion pack so I suggest you go outside and ride your bike off in a pool or play with kittens so you get away and do protective work or was I? Warrior! You might have incredible strength and you can probably pwn somebody's face but you are worthless without a priest you are destined to raid for all your life. Paladin! You strike fear into the hearts of the horde simply using your hammer and bubble You think that you are a warrior but you will always be that guy who never heals. You should be able to kill someone with a 10,000 damage shadow bolt crit. If I were you I'd join a guild and always raid never 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 leave my house again. That's the world of Warcraft that you play. That's the world of Warcraft that you play. That's the world of Warcraft that you play. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the world of Warcraft that you play. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the world of Warcraft that you play. I think that's cute. I just think that song is so cute. It's a little outdated, but some of it does still apply. And that is Ian Beckman and World of Warcraft that you play, in case you didn't catch that. He did that as a parody to, ironically, a Weird Al Yankovic song. Check out the video. We're going to link it on the website. But you can go to YouTube and, and type in the song name, and the video is very cute, too. A little outdated, but hey, everything changes. And now it is time for... Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's The View from the Barn with your host, Big V. Big V. Big V. Guess where I am? Where are you? Ungoro Creek. <sighs> the barren south. Gee. And it doesn't end. Oh, it's dreadful. I've just gotten to, to one. Okay, i got to find this quest. Where the hell is this guy? And he's standing, and it's some tauren. Standing on top yes. of rock by rock. And you're, you're looking around going, hmm? Where is he? Where is this guy? <laughs> and then you look up, and he's on top of the freaking waterfall. It's like... <laughs> Okay, this is just it's not going to end well. I'm getting between 450 and 500 to kill out there, yeah. so that's nice. I mean, it's not as good as Blasted Lands, but if I had one more starving Snickerfang <laughs> gank me, I was just going to scream. There I am, just killing the vultures. That's all I want. <laughs> Kill the vultures, and hopefully they don't hit me with fevered fatigue. And the next thing I know, I'm just I'm just walking by toward my vulture, and I hear the starving snickerfish. And now I've just got this thing nipping at my heels. I'm like, oh, hell. And I use this, whatever the warrior talent is, that's the equivalent of fear. It's some kind of shout. Intimidating shout? Eh, maybe it. I don't know. It's purple with a, with a stone fist on it, it looks like. I mean, it's the purple one. Yeah, and then by that time, I like, killed off the buzzard, and then the dog will be back, and you know, I have to 
make hash out of him. Yeah, Blasted Lands, I was out there and I got from 51 to 52 on three quests. I've, I've never seen anything quite like it. Actually, strike that. Four quests. It was three quests and a part of a warrior chain. I was just out there laying waste to everything. Charge, stomp, shout, rend, hamstring, <laughs> sunder, heroic strike, rinse, and repeat. Once again, these quests were... I can see why the quest givers, you know, the NPCs, didn't want to do this. Go get me, you know, some blasted boar lungs, some brains, and some gizzards. I've never seen so much pork without lungs in my entire life. I mean, seriously, how do these things get around? What are they, plants? They don't look like the plants that are hiking around out in the drain out starting area. They don't look like the plants that are just cruising around in Ungoro. No, these are you know, these are pigs, and they're biting me, and they have no lungs. And then I had to kill something for bra- those basilisk brains. Yes, I had to get basilisk brains. They apparently to do that whole crystal gaze thing uh, that just makes you stand there while they gnaw on you a little bit. You have to have a brain to do that. You don't have to have lungs to attack me, but by George, they got to have a brain to stop me in my tracks. So, yeah, I felt a little better about that. Did you run into the big dragon out in the Blasted Lights? No, I did not. Uh, I got a little too close to the dark portal, though, and um, some stuff came over the hill at me that I wished I hadn't seen. It's like something out of the Three Stooges. Feet don't fail me now, and off I went. I mean, just hauling it down the road, you know, back up the hill over to Swamp of Sorrows. Mm-hmm. I had to kill Hellbores. There's this warrior quest that has, like, 18 parts to it. <laughs> so you go to the Ghost of the Orc. Ghost of the Orc says, go kill eight Hellbores. Okay, now that you've killed these Hellbores, I need you to go and kill 50 Shadow Sworn things. 50. X number of adepts, X number of thugs, X number of cultists. 50. Five, zero. I was like, what is this? One for every level I've tried to get? Penance. Seriously. I expected, well, where's the hair shirt that goes along with this? Come on. Do I have some locusts I need to eat while I'm doing this? What? So anyway, he sends me over there. And it took me a couple hours to kill them all. It was sort of like, you know, going into uh, the uh, Scarlet uh, the Cathedral at Scarlet Monastery. It was mm-hmm. an exercise in pulling. It was really kind of like playing Mahjong. Not the actual Mahjong. Mahjong, but here, let's unstack this thing. That's exactly what this was like. It was like, okay, hmm, I see a goblin on the other side of the hill. Hmm, maybe I should wait for him to go past, yes. And then it was charge, stomp, shout, rend, hamstring, sunder, heroic strike, rinse, repeat. For two hours. Bet you got real good at it. Oh, man, that was awesome. I was the Mac <laughs> Daddy. I mean, I was I was Steve McQueen. That's all there was to it. I was Steve McQueen with dual wielding, man. That's all there was to it. Uh, so I run back to the orc, and the orc says, good. Now go kill some more stuff over here. It's a good thing you're dead, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because you know what? There wouldn't be a question mark over your head anymore. We'd know you were dead. I would take your head in the bag with the rest of the heads and go somewhere with it. But I would throw it into the bay and ratchet and dance and sing, you know, while the goblins laughed around me. Yeah. That's what you want to do. Really, but, you know, what <laughs> What am I going to do? Now I'm going to go to Angoro Crater and I'm going to go and kill these other things. Why? <laughs> because that's what we do. <laughs> Watch out for the T-Rex. Oh, uh, yeah. Several T-Rexes. Oh, yeah, so we have T-Rex Eye. There's this one quest I picked up when I was in, uh, I was 
was in the drag. I'm not really sure why they call it the drag, but it's I was there. I'm looking for a quest giver, a particular one. The you know, the troll that's just hanging out in the dark up at the top ran into. It, I was like, whoa, there's a dude with a question mark. Hey, let me and well, the exclamation point that is. Let me talk to you. I thought, mm, no, not gonna do this. Nope, no, no, hell no, no. I want to get out of Angoro Crater as fast as I can because it's gonna be another Baron's. No, I don't want to do it. Well, I went back and I looked at the rewards. Ooh, that's a pretty whippy skippy looking polax you got there, partner. Hmm. You know, I, I haven't specced for polaxes yet, but um, but I'm going to, and that'd be a nifty little thing to have in the bank. Either that or that ring that gives me the plus twenty four, you know, attack. There I am, going to Ngoro Crater, looking for stuff that he didn't want to go get. Some kind of white claws or something like that. I haven't Bones seen... I, yeah, yeah, something. Yeah, kill something and take something off of it. And it'll <laughs> drop once every 12 years. The last time I saw one of those, yeah, there was a comet going overhead. Hell, <laughs> of this mob, yes. Ungoro losing the will to live. Just want to run through there naked with my axes. You know, screaming bloody murder. For the horde! Yeah. Schwag, you know, I'm dead. I can't run back. Victory! Schwag. So, anyway, that's where I've been spending my time. That's where I was going to start to spend my time today, but I was like, you know what? I just cannot do this. I cannot do this because I, I wound up having to do a chain out in Tenaris that... I didn't want to do. Well, actually, I thought I was done in Tenaris, but I'm finding that you're never really, truly done in Tenaris. <laughs> you know, there's always a pirate to kill, or you got to take somebody a beer, or, you know, here, go kill an ogre. You know, oh, by the way, he's more than one, so go <laughs> kill 20 ogres. Oh, go. <laughs> and then there was the famous, go get me a drink of water quest. Yeah, there's this guy going, hey, go get me a sample of this water. I was like, okay, yeah, no problem. Dip the thing in the water, and I'm walking away. I'm like, okay, there's got to be a catch. And these two, I don't know what they were, but I think they may have been ticky ticky crabs. And they were flailing hell out of me, too. I mean, it took two hits, and I'm looking at my health bar going, oh, good God. So I turn around, did the whole thing, uh, and eventually took both of them down. So I had to go there. Then I had to go to oh the noxious lair. Oh! Here, go kill the bugs. Here, get me some bug parts. Oh yeah. So I got the bug parts. And see, this is one of those. It's kind of like that quest out in Field of Giants and the Barons, where you're not expecting the little bugs to come and get you, and they only do like minus one damage. But when there's like eighty of them, they sneak up on you. Yeah. Well, see, here's where I'm playing a Taran. Really, you kind of come into your own. You've got this stomp, and I've, it's it's the blue stomp. It's not the stomp that's got you know your nose on it. Uh, and for anybody who's played Tarn, you know the ones I'm talking about. It's not the racial. It's the actual. I think it's the war stomp, and it cracks the ground and it looks really cool. But that'll kill him. You know, you work on the mob, in the main mob, and you know, you flail away at him, and uh, you know the bugs come after you. And then when you're done with the main one, yeah, you just oh, it's thunderclap, I think. Yeah, thunderclap. That's it. And you thunderclap, and bam, then they all die. It's great, except when they resist. And then you're like, okay, where the hell is that thing? Because you know something's doing damage and not letting you leave combat. It's like, where the heck is this thing? Then you you kill this little roach with your big-ass axe. 
why can't I just step on it and just be done with it? No, got to go after it with the axe. So then I had to do that. And then I run back from the noxious lair. Then I had to go to the gaping chasm and go find somebody's tools, the humanity. Have you, have you done this one? I think so. It sounds familiar. It's, it leads to the bungle in the jungle quest in uh, Ungoro. So yeah, you got to go to the gaping chasm and then you got to go down into this... You know, for lack of a better, for a better term, you know, it's the, uh, it's the scary spider cave of Tenaris. The thing is, it's only big, the passages are only big enough for you and two mobs. So there's nowhere to run. I mean, you gotta duke it out right there in the hall. Then, you know, they'll open up into this huge room with like five mobs in it and you kind of try and sneak around them. So anyway, and then you get to, then you get to the Jethro Toll quest, which made me very happy. The song just won't go out of my head now. That just reminds me. Once again, Blizzard, I gotta give them credit where credit's due. You know, they take so many cool pop culture references. One of them is this goblin out in uh, Gadget Sand. And it's a play on um, uh, the guy in Star Trek The Next Generation. You know, the guy that wore the uh, banana clip over his eye. And the guy's name is actually is like you know exactly what it is. It's Jordy LaForge. Right. But right. it's spelled a little differently and it's just like, oh, there's Jordy LaForge. He's an engineer. How clever. But anyway. Oh, they're uh, loaded. They're loaded. It, 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 there's probably a ton that I miss just because I don't get the reference. Yeah, and you know, it kinda scares me that I know as many of the references as I yeah. do. And actually it's not so much that. It's like when I was doing the Alliance stuff recently, which uh I hate to say it has sadly come to an end. Just no. because, yeah, the UC hordes. I just couldn't do it. Oh. I tried. I really, really tried. And you know what? If we're to, if we get an outpouring of people who are just like, oh, we really wanted a chance to go after UC horde, I will roll another one. And I'll tell you what server I'm on. I'll tell you. Shoot, I'll even say when I'm gonna be on. But I just could not do it. You know, the night elves sucked all the life out of me. They'll do that. Yeah, they will. The thing that gets me is when I was in, when I was running from um, Gnome Kindergarten down to Gnome Middle School. There's that dwarvish artillery camp that I just kind of sat there and listened to them, and they were just they were dragging lines out of you know. Army of Darkness, Evil Dead. I mean, it was awesome. It, it kind of goes with the slash played. Time was having its way with me. There is in the Outlands, if you get far, far out in the Outlands, there's Area 52. Mm, I've heard of it. And they have little goblins standing on either side of the door like Men in Black. <laughs> Cool. And when you walk through the door, you get this big flash of light, mm -hmm. and it's for about 10 seconds, and if you look up at, like, your buff area, it'll say, the, the flash of light you did not see did not erase any of your memory. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's just one of those little touches that, yeah. it just makes it fun. And Blizzard is really good at that, and they've always been good at that from pre-World of Warcraft. They've been good at that. Well, that's that's good, because, you know what, they mess with us in so many other ways. You know, it's it's good that they are, you know, give us a little uh, poke in the ribs every now and then. Um, it was in the battlegrounds recently because, you know, I just couldn't face Ungoro Crater. So I went into the battlegrounds a little bit. And this is not something that I'm specced for or even really that, that I know what to do. Pretty much my strategy in the battlegrounds is this. Go to Arathi, you know, fish until I get called up. Then go in, get on my mount, and run right toward whoever is red, hit them, 
until they ki- and hit them until they kill me. Okay, that's the battlegrounds for me. And you know, I'm one of those players that you just don't want to see coming down the ramp to be on your team because I'm an idiot about it. I don't know how to do it, and I'm not specced for it. I mean, I'm kind of arms fury specced, you know, enough to level, but also enough to be able to tank, you know, for my guild. You know, right. when we get together and uh, do the uh, whole instance thing. I, I, I get in there. And for one thing, I think everybody's kind of got this thing about Tauren. You don't see a lot of them. I mean, or at least in in my experience, you don't see a lot of Tauren. You see a few. You see a lot of orcs. You see a fair number of trolls. ton of blood elves. <laughs> I mean, ton of them. It's like, you know, there are two blood elf rabbits out there in Eversong Woods, <laughs> and, you know, they're just pumping them out. There we go. Yeah, they're usually mages. I'm finding mages and warlocks. And just as an aside, I found out if you uh, see a warlock in the battlegrounds, run. Don't go near him. No. I mean, hide. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if you've got to pee on yourself to show submission, do it. Because otherwise, <laughs> he's going to fear your ass in the next week and sick his fell hunter on you. So there I am in the battlegrounds, uh, not specced for it. Really, just <laughs> kind of got the idea. I went into the hall of the, Le- into the hall of legends, and you know, just kind of looking around at what you could get. And I was like, wow, there's some cool stuff in here. And all I got to do is go in there. I mean, I don't even have to win. I just got to be there. I just got to show up, and stay till the end, and you know, not get the big red L. There I am. I'm the only tar in there. Now, and somebody says, <laughs> and it's this undead priest, and he says. Out in general chat there, you know, where he's got the bubble that comes up right there on the screen. And it says, don't worry, fatty Tarin, I'll heal you. It's just one of those moments you're looking at him like, fatty Tarin, fatty Tarin. And this is coming from somebody who doesn't even have skin. You are a damn bag of bones with a hat on, fatty Tarin. Fine. Did the bastard heal me? Not once. Well, you know, it was it was one of those moments that I was like, God, what do you say? And really, what came to mind was, I'm not fat. I'm just big bone. <laughs> Have you ever seen a Tauren corpse? I mean, they're gigantic. I mean, it's like Sasquatch died there. I mean, it's like I'm a bloody Wendigo or something. I'll heal you, fatty Tauren. Oh, God. You don't remember the name by chance. Uh no, I don't because it, that the 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 chat over there is kind of funky. Now I don't remember, but it's like man, you just need to go eat a ham sandwich or something. You've got no flesh on you. And there's a heckle thing behind you. You know what? You might want to get your leg back from him there, partner. You're gonna need that later. When the warlock fears your dumb ass, you're gonna look funny hopping around. <laughs> That was View from the Barn with Big V. And once again, we thank Big V for doing that. We have said it before, and we will say it again. There are some really strange people out there playing this game. Sadly, these are the people who get all the attention as far as media coverage and magazine articles and talk shows and everything else and give the rest of us somewhat normal people who play World of Warcraft a black eye. And it bothers me that the media focuses on these people and then deems the rest of us as losers and crazy people who play this game. We fall into two categories and it is based on your age. See, if you are, I'm going to say about mm, 24 and under and you play World of Warcraft on any level, I'm not talking serious, I'm talking even casual players. 
you fall into the category of being that kid, that teenager, does nothing but plays World of Warcraft. They don't go out. They don't do anything. They just sit there and play this game. But I will tell you, you guys, you younger generation folk, at least they, they kind of chalk it up to, yeah, they sit there and play that game all day, but they, they chalk it up to, well, they're young. Some people will excuse that. Well, they're young. Now, if you are about 25 and over and fall into my generation, then it's worse. Then it's, you're playing a computer game? Why? Shouldn't you be doing something else with your time? Such as, what, watch reality shows? Is that what I should be doing with my time? Would that be better if I sat there and watched the slew of reality shows that are out there? Not that there is anything wrong if you watch reality shows, but I will say those people who do are probably Alliance. I hate reality shows, okay? I'm, I'm not going to even lie about this. I hate them. I think they're the dumbest thing on the television, which is why I don't watch television, which is why I play World of Warcraft. But yes, you get that when you're when you're older. Don't you have anything else better to do with your time than to play a game? No. You know why? Because it's fun. Yes, World of Warcraft is addicting. But I think the majority of players, good percentage of players who play the game, do it for fun. They are not so intense. But there are those who are. There, and, and this is stemmed back to Pong. This is stemmed back to early days of computer games to Dungeons and Dragons and it's always the loser nut jobs that get the attention that give everyone a black eye that you cannot say I play World of Warcraft without someone looking at you with that what is it what is it called the hairy eyeball giving you that look like there's something wrong with you for playing this game or that you are psychologically unbalanced okay maybe some of us are I know I am but it's fun game. It's, it's, ah, it frustrates me because you just want to take these people and smack them. Every time you read a, a news story about these people, what was it? It was within the last two months, some couple, some young couple with kids who bought like all this computer stuff. And, and then there was a line. They played World of Warcraft, and they were starving their kids. These are the people that the media focuses on. And like, look what this game is doing to people. It's making them starve their own children. No, these two losers starve their own kids because it, anything would have done it. It wouldn't have been this game. It would have been, you know, solitaire. Anything would have pushed these folks over the edge. But these are the yahoos who are out there and are, the, are essentially the spokespeople, whether or not we want them to be. There was a case, oh... I don't know, a year ago? Some kid sitting there refusing, you know, the mother crying on the talk show. <laughs> my kid, my child doesn't listen to me. He just sits there and plays World of Warcraft. He won't go to school. He just plays World of Warcraft. Oh, it's Blizzard's fault. No, it's your fault for not being a f parent. He won't go to school. Excuse me? I want you, I don't care how old you are, if you're presently in school or if you are beyond those years, but think back if you are and just think about looking at your parents saying, no, I ain't going to school. I'm going to play World of Warcraft and think just for a moment what reaction that would have caused. I know the reaction I would have gotten. 
I know exactly the reaction I would have gotten had World of Warcraft been around in in my day, in my my youth. Had it been around, I could just imagine. Oh my God, I could, I wouldn't be sitting here doing this podcast right now. I'll tell you that much. And I'm sure even today there are those in school, the younger generation who are going to school who can probably think about that and think about what their parents would do to them now. Hey, Mike, going to school, I'm playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> You're right. Sure. But this mother's crying. But it's not her fault. Oh, no. It's not her fault for failing miserably as a parent. No. It's Blizzard's fault for making such an addicting, evil game. These are the people out there. And you just... And I heard, actually... I had heard after this story broke and got out that I, I don't know what side he played. I bet you it was Alliance, but I honestly, I don't know it, what faction he played. But I do, I had heard that he was found. <laughs> Other players found out what his name was, what server he was on. And he wasn't on this server for very much longer because if they were on his faction, they just harassed him. And if the opposing team showed up, they'd kill him. And the other side would just kind of stand back and go, yay, go ahead, kill him. I, he probably had to restart under another name. Who knows? Who knows? Who cares? I'm just saying it, it irked me when I heard this. I've also recently read an article. <laughs> this made me laugh about, you ready for this? Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Widows of gamers. Widows of gamers. Can you believe this nonsense? Women married to men and men married to women who play World of Warcraft and other addicting games. But that was kind of muttered. Mostly it was World of Warcraft. The evil game. The evil Blizzard World of Warcraft game that was sucking their spouses away from them they no longer wanted to spend time with them i can't imagine why why you just sound like such a charming individual and this article was so freaking one-sided it was nauseating it was nauseating how one-sided and blatantly oh it, it was it, oh it you can't even speak. You can't even find the words to express your outrage on this. Going on about these widows. I have it here, actually. I still sa I saved it. I I'm going to read you just the first paragraph of this article, and, and you're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. They don't wear black veils. You don't find them shopping for caskets at the local funeral home. And they don't expect you to send them somber flower arrangements or cards expressing your sympathy. And yet... They are widows nonetheless, though their spouses and partners haven't gone to the great beyond. These particular widows and widowers say their loved ones have gone someplace that's almost as distant and unreachable. Some have left this world for the world of Warcraft. Others have forsaken this life for second life, and still others have been taken away by everquest that's just the first paragraph give me a break spare me unreal unreal i'm gonna play for you that's what we're gonna talk about in this in this section by the way if you haven't figured it out we're gonna talk about these people and what we can do about finding them and smacking them hard <laughs> because they just oh you just want to Oh, they, they make the rest of us look bad. And they make this fun, what it should be a fun, relaxing, for the most part, pastime. Something that majority of people look at as wrong. And I hate that. 
because they only focus on the nice jobs. It's amazing. There are two. You have probably seen them, and if you haven't, boy, are you in for a treat. There are two on YouTube. Things, I'm sure there's more. I only went as far as these two. Of people losing their minds playing this game. Now, the first I'm going to play for you is very short. I'm, I'm going to play it for you, and... And we'll discuss it briefly. This is, again, from YouTube. And this is about a, a young player of World of Warcraft that was videoed by, sounds like, his mother. Time to eat dinner. I want dinner! <sighs> Time to eat. Spaghetti. I hate spaghetti! Go away! I'm playing with a Warcraft! Many folks have said that this was a setup. This was a fake video. This was done to be fake. Some of you may agree. You can check it out on YouTube. Go to YouTube, type in World of Warcraft Tantrums. You will find this. Some say this was a total fake. Some of you may think it's legit. The only I think it's stage two, but because the only reason I think this is because if this kid said this to me and I was his mother, the next thing I should have seen in this video is a hand coming out from behind the camera to smack his face off. And the fact that I didn't leads me to believe that perhaps, yes, it is a fake. And also it just looks bad. In either case, allow me to point out this fact about this video whether or not you think it was staged doesn't matter whether or not you think it's legit doesn't matter in either case i am just pointing out that if you look on the screen at the world of warcraft screen that the kid is playing you will see an alliance player are we saying that all alliance players are lunatics no of course not no we wouldn't dare say that or that all alliance players are so bereft of imagination that they would stage something like this? No, 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 no. We're not saying that at all. I'm just saying it happened to be an Alliance character on the screen. <coughs> Enough said about that. Now, whether or not you agree that is real or not, I, most people think it's fake, and I kind of watched it a few times and went, yeah, I think so too. Just again, because if any sane parent would have taken this kid's head and put it through the screen. I mean, I'm serious. <laughs> Does that sound violent? Hmm, maybe I do play World of Warcraft too much. Wait a minute now. But, uh, come on. The, the younger generation who still live at home, who go to school, and, 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 and live with parents, I'm sure you're just sitting there thinking, oh, sure, let me pull that one on Mom and see what kind of reaction I get. Sure. Yeah, let me just go, ah! I played the Warcraft and see if I don't have my head up my ass in the next two seconds because she's going to put it there. But now the next piece I'm going to play for you, I am sure many of you have heard this. If you haven't, you are you are just in for a good ride. Uh, I will say I cut it. I cut it down because it's like a four minute piece. It's the audio is terrible. There's nothing I can do about that. So I apologize in advance. I cannot really do much about this audio. Uh, I do suggest you lower your volume though just a pinch uh because this gets kind of loud and again there's very little i can do about it tried to kind of get it down but if i lower too much and you can't get the full effect of this so just just a little heads up little warning 
and, and take a listen to, to this. Please, Mom. Mom, trust me. I, I can't, Jane. Yeah? Wait, no. Mom, please. Please, Mom, I want to finish this so badly, please. I spent all this time getting the groove and we just started. That is unfortunate. Mom, please! Are you crying over it? No, Mom, I'm not crying over it! Wait, Mom, on this game. We didn't put Dad. You'd stay down here for hours. Dad. I need you to finish this game. If you Dad. want to... The computer game is you're now grounded from it. What? You've, you've crossed the line. We've argued about this way too much today. You've used this way too much. I'm sick of the game. Sick of anything else. Dad. You don't care. Oh, shit! God! Darn it! That's it! That's it! I am sick! You've lost the computer! Wait, Dad, just... No! No! Get out! Manhandle me! Okay? Okay, I'm good. Yo, Zay. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> that is some of the weird yeah, shit I've heard in my life. Oh, God, is it back? Pretty good. God, how old is that kid? Now that... I'm going to say is legit. That is not faked. That was a actual honest to goodness recording of this kid losing his mind and his parents letting him lose his mind. Because yes, I think his parents kind of let him get to that point. They let him reach this point and then said, no, that's enough. Can you believe that? My favorite part, though, of course, and I think it's everyone's favorite part, um, is the last section where you get the guys who have been recording this from Vent, whatever group he was in, going, oh my god, is it back? Is it back? Not even is he back. Is it back? <laughs> That's my favorite. Just, I love the lines. And how old is that kid? He's an embryo. We don't know how old he is, okay? And But I bet, bet you he's a lions. Bet you he's a lions. These people are a frightening let me just tell you i had to i i shortened that for you like i said it's about like four or five minutes long the actual recording of this i spared you i only saved the good parts in order to do that i had to like edit this down to get it shortened down and i had to listen to this kid scream like that several times so look what i do for you the listeners of for the horde radio that is how much i i care that is how much i care but can you believe that? That is just frightening. That is scary. And you know, there are more out there. There are more out there and they're lurking. They're just waiting to join your group or your guild. And these are the people. That's all you hear. Now, who is it? Now, do you see any normal people playing World of Warcraft on YouTube? Of course not, because it's boring. How exciting is it? Think about when you play World of Warcraft and how just it's exciting for you. You're playing it. But think about somebody watching that watching you play World of Warcraft, and you'd see a normal person sitting at their computer playing a game and enjoying themselves. 
You don't see that on YouTube. Of course not. No, but you see these lunatics out there screaming their heads up going, ah, ah, ah. oh, my God. Can you imagine? I can't even imagine. I don't even talk to my parents that way now. Okay? I can just, my, my mother lives in another state. And I can just imagine if I even did that at my age now to her. I'd see a hand reaching through the phone to smack me in my head. Okay? If I even thought of raising my voice to my parents in this fashion. And I hope that you don't do that. That our listeners, I'm hoping we don't have any people like that listening to the show. I hope you're normal and, and that you don't do that to your parents. And I, I know I was there. Yeah, I'm sure you're, you're sick of, you know, oh God, it's a sick of people telling me, yeah, you know, you don't know. Yeah, I know. Been there, done that. Please don't do that to your parents. That's just so wrong. There's something so unwholesome about that. It's such an alliance thing. Don't do that to your parents. But anyway, there are some nut people out there. Just you got to be careful with these nut jobs. And they're giving all of us a big black eye. I hate that. And I wish there was something we could do to filter them out. Like, can't Blizzard ban you people? No, they can't even ban gold farmers. What am I thinking? They can't even get the gold farmers out of the damn game. Or the gold spammers. They can't even, like, weed these people out. They're going to weed out the lunatics. A lot of these situations that you see do focus on the younger generation. And I'm going to stand up for the younger generation because, you know what? I have found, and this goes out to all the older people, the people of my generation. If you classify and throw all of the younger folk, anyone on in with a teen after their age, if you take all of them and lump them into one classification, go, well, you're teenagers, pleh. You know, oh, you're, you're a teenager, God, teenagers. You are going to miss out on some really cool people because some of the most well-rounded, together, funny, intelligent people I have met in this game have had teen after their age, which, when I found out, shocked the hell out of me on how together some of these younger people were. Some of these kids are, are more together than adults I know. Okay, so age is, a, is definitely a state of mind, not of years. So if you kind of just, like, blow it off as, ugh. I mean, because let's face it, sometimes you know. Sometimes you don't even need to hear them on vent or Skype or anything. You just read their chat and you know you're dealing with a younger person. And they're, they're, and, and even fellow younger people are going, oh, God, not, not this kid. Oh, God. We had many people in that old guild I was telling you about that were like that. And there was no getting around it. You knew how old they were. And if you heard they were older, you were very suspicious. I'm 25. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> don't even try it. But I had met some very, very cool young folk. I will share this with you. My old, the psycho guild that I was part of. Well, actually, it wasn't a psycho guild. Just the guild leader was the, the god mode kid. And yes, he was a kid and a jerk. But anyway, the fellow hunters in my pack dubbed me Auntie Ed because I was the oldest hunter and one of them actually said to me, gave, gave me a really backhanded compliment and told me when he, when, when they found out how old I was, went, wow, you're pretty cool for someone your age. Thanks. I am not that ancient, okay? I am not that old, but it was just kind of funny to hear this, this backhanded compliment. Well, thank you. I am, I'm, I'm cool for someone my age. Thanks. But to them, yes, I was considerably older. And that's how they, they were the ones who kind of nicknamed me Auntie Ed because I was the oldest of the pack. 
of the Hunter Pack. When this conversation took place, we were having everyone kind of just curious. How old are you? You, know, you ask after a while. And this is where I was getting floored by, by some of the ages I was hearing. Like, you got to be kidding me. You know, you're 16 and you're this together? Good for you. And we had one Hunter who said, oh, you're all kids. Why, how old are you? I'm 23. Naturally, I chuckled at that and went, <laughs> I think I did it just like that, too. Oh, you got some of these people who are very deceiving, even on vent, because usually you get the poor things on vent. It's like you have the mighty Torrid warrior, King Mo Fufu, who will kill anything, and he's a great tank, and he's brutal and vicious and mean, and you get him on vent, and the poor thing's voice hasn't dropped yet. The poor thing is like 13, and it hasn't quite dropped yet. It hasn't gone down. The voice hasn't changed yet, so they're kind of in that in-between part. And like, oh dear. But we had um, one particular off-tank of ours who had a voice like James Earl Jones. The voice came from his feet. It was that deep and that low. It turns out he was 14 years old. I fell out of my chair when I heard that. I couldn't believe it because this was another pretty well together. I kind of pegged him like early 20s. You, you do that, don't you? You kind of like hear the voice or, or read the chat and you kind of get a mental picture of just how old these people are and kind of what they look like. And you get a mental picture in your head. So I kind of pegged him for a little older, but I heard 14. I'm like, holy God. And it, it was very, so you can't always tell on vent. And that is a cool thing about Warcraft because you know what? I don't think Warcraft really has an age, but the characters all kind of look the same and you really can't tell. Unless somebody tells you how old they are. You can't tell by looking at the character or watching them do, go through their emotions and in a raid or something. You don't know. To the older generation out there, don't discount the younger generation because of age. Because you're going to miss out on some really great people if you do. And vice versa, guys. Don't go, oh, you're old. Cross-generation thing happens in World of Warcraft. It's very cool. You get perspectives from different angles and cultures and all of this. It's very neat. So anyway, be careful of lunatics out there. And if you are a lunatic, stop listening to the show. Right now. Stop. <laughs> I don't want you listening to my show if you're one of those people who screams like that at your parents over this game because you scare me. We are going to take our second break now and we're going to play a little ditty for you to just kind of chill out too if you're driving or playing World of Warcraft or whatever. So here you are. A song for you because I don't know how to lead into this so I'm just gonna keep stalling and talking like this until uh, something comes to mind which nothing is so anyway here we go into our second music break and enjoy sometimes I kind of miss the old XJ9 that we used to call Jane Really good at cleaning and we got along fine So I couldn't complain Lately she'd been getting tangled up in the shag rug And finally one wheel just wouldn't spin So we said our goodbyes and I traded her in This new one's kinda creepy, makes me shudder inside With his idiot He's head to toe with muscles and they ripple and slide under translucent skin. Sometimes you stand for hours looking into the mirror and flexing like some guy at the gym. And I'm easily ten inches short.
vacuum and it doesn't respond But I know that he heard I turn and catch him looking when he thinks that I've gone And he flips me the bird I asked him when we started, please stay out of the bedroom But I don't think I'm safe anywhere When I wake in the dark, I can tell My job is to help people understand what Murlocs really need. When a Murloc is balanced, you're going to enjoy a true friend. My dream is to share the knowledge that I was born with, with the rest of the world, and make a big freaking pile of gold in the process. <laughs> I love what I do. Murlocs are very dominant creatures by nature. You have to show them that you are the pack leader. You cannot let them dominate you with their aggressive behavior. Hi folks, I am Brutus Venice, the Murloc Whisperer, and today I will show you some techniques that you can use to take control of your Murloc's behavior and have him behave the way that he should. Now, take this Murloc for example. See how he attacks immediately when I approach. He is showing very aggressive, dominant behavior. By doing that, I am showing him that I am the pack leader and I am not afraid of him one little bit. He has his teeth and his spear, those are his weapons, but it is I who has the dominant energy. That, my friends, is my weapon. It also helps if you have a big damn two-handed sword to further assert yourself as the pack leader. When you emit the dominant energy, the murloc will pick up on this and instantly know that you are the one in charge. Now, see the way that he calls for his friends. This is a sign that he is unsure and nervous. He is now not the one in charge anymore. I am. I have asserted my will on him. 
You can't let him call his friends because you are the pack leader and you decide what is best for him. The other Murlocs, they are not welcome into the pack yet. When they are, they will also undergo disconditioning and rehabilitation. We establish that I am the one who says who can come over and when. And his dominant behavior will not be tolerated. Ah, see, this is the behavior that we are looking for. See how he is calm and submissive. He is not attacking. He is calling for his friends. He is just nice and relaxed. Now, this is something that you must do every day. You must keep emitting that positive, dominant energy every time. Or else the Murloc will forget that you are the one in charge. Now, if your Murloc flash heals, like this one has just done, this is a sign of aggressive behavior, and you must quickly correct him, or else it will be harder next time to assert yourself as the pack leader. I am not being aggressive. I am being dominant. Hmm. Why isn't he moving? Oh, dear. Did you enjoy that? That was just a little something special we threw in for you. That was the Murloc Whisperer. So we hope you enjoyed that. And before that was, of course, Jonathan Colton and Todd the T-1000. You may notice Auntie Ed has gotten herself a bit of a head cold here. So you get to listen to me like this for the last half section of this show. Damn thing almost didn't come out because of this head cold. So we get to read your emails out while I sound like this. How fortunate for you. But we do have some emails. We do have some shout outs. And we have a special, special report from Big V himself. But let's start with some emails, shall we? And again, you're going to hear your emails sounding like this, but anyway. We have an email from our friend Sauron, who mentions in episode 7, Big V was talking about digging in his pet's poop to give a warlock a buff. Those of you remember that, I kind of thought that was something Blizzard should actually include, but uh, that sounds like a quest you can get once you're out in the Outlands, Hellfire Peninsula, that is named Shizwork. This is where you have to dig into Fell Hunter's poop, and while you're doing it, you get a debuff that says, you are stanky. Yes, you do, and I've done that, and it is interesting. You have to look for a pair of keys. I should have warned you that that was a spoiler, but, well, you know what? It really isn't, because even just hearing about it, you don't get the full effect until you actually do the quest. So, thank you, Sauron. I'm glad you remembered that because you know what? I didn't think of that until you sent the email in. I saw that went, oh, right, I totally forgot about that. So, thank you very much. We got another email from our friend Steve Caesar on the Moonrunner server of the Blood Lodge Guild. Shout out to the Blood Lodge Guild from Steve Caesar. And mentions uh, that we were right about enchanting. Uh, I started with 50 gold on my 43 and now I'm down to 2 silver at 44. Uh, I'm pretty far into enchanting though. My trainer is a guy in Stone Talon Mountains. Enchanting, good for you. I don't know how you do it because you know what? I can't do enchanting. I don't know. Good for you that you can, but I know it's so expensive, isn't it? Oh, it's terrible. It's just, it, it does. It sucks you dry. 
no matter how much money you start with, it just keeps going. We also have another email. I love this. We got all these emails. I'm so, I'm, I'm tickled when I get emails because it's so great that you guys send it in and say, hey, you know what? I think that too. So thank you for all you guys for sending these emails in, but I'm going to continue reading them in my head cold voice here for you guys. We have an email that comes in from Diamess, aka Mr. Leaves. Uh, his email says, I know exactly what you mean about raids tearing guilds apart because our GM bailed on us and I am now GM of Draconis Knox, a normally relaxed raiding guild on Etrig. Did I say that right? Etrig server? Props to my guildies. So shout out from Mr. Leaves to Draconis Knox on the Etrig server. Uh, he continues saying, We are normally very relaxed to get along well, but come Kara time, the worst comes out in a lot of people. I don't know if it's the loot or what, but I've seen normally nice people turn into complete asses because of Kara. I've actually had to demote people because of their behavior during this time in an attempt to keep this behavior in check, even among officers in the guild. All this seems to do is make them mad and they leave the guild throwing a tantrum. Myself, give me a nice challenging heroic any day. You're right, because, you know, some people, they go nuts on these raids, don't they? They just go absolutely berserk. All of a sudden, somebody you've been hanging around with and get that piece of armor, it's like, it's mine! It's mine! Give me it! Big shout-out from Mr. Leaves to his guild. Stop making him nuts on your raids. It's not easy being a GM. It really is not easy at all. And I don't mean game master, I mean guild master. It is not an easy thing to be in charge, as it were, of all those people. So, go easy on Mr. Leaves, please. And he loves you. Big shout out from him to you, to his guildies. And thank you so much for sending that in. I actually feel really, uh, I, I gotta lead into an email we got here. A couple of episodes ago, we played a song called Nihau, A Gold Farmer's Story. Well, we're, we're feeling like we're rubbing elbows now with the celebrities because I got an email from Summer Gale, who, if you remember, Summer Gale sang in that, and we thought it was great. And she writes in, Greetings! Nim found your podcast from September recently. Thank you for featuring our video on your show. I wanted to write in a couple of things. First, our website was having a few technical difficulties, but it's back up and running on a more reliable ISP now. I should note that our site is www.madcow-studios.com. So definitely check them out. And she continues, Second, we have a brand new video out. It's another collaboration between myself and Nim, and the editing has only gotten better since our last venture. We had a lot of fun working on it and hope there are folks out there who like it as well. It's called Hard Like Heretic and is available on YouTube. We are going to link uh, their website. We're going to link the new video. I checked it out. I, I am going to warn you, uh, rated PG-13, if not a little older, PG-17. <laughs> they do have a warning on it, on the actual video itself. Uh, it's it's clever. It's very good. But check it out. I warn you, though, it's uh, a little on the older crowd side. We feel like really, really cool that Summergale wrote that in. So thank you so much. Did enjoy the Nihau video and the song immensely. I thought that was very well done. Also, last show, we had mentioned, uh, we gave a nice shout out to someone 
gave us a very nice review on iTunes, and they sent us an email to let us know who they are, and we are very happy that they sent that in. And this is from, and I really hope I say your name right, it's probably going to sound funky because I do have a cold. This is a troll hunter, antediluvian, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, on Andrew Hall, who first grats just hit 70 on his troll Hunter, woohoo! I, I cheer hunters. I'm biased, I know. So, congrats to you on that. And he soloed up on a PvP server. Holy God, good for you. I don't know how you did that. So, he wrote in and <laughs> thanked us for the shout out, and now we're thanking him. For, th- for writing us in to thank us for the shout out but we really appreciate it he says like i said in the review i've listened to lots of wowcast over the past year or so written a few itunes reviews about them wow shows uh and i've really enjoyed yours thus far thank you uh the show is really, really well done from technical wow content wise and voice quality standpoints <laughs> except for today and that does count for something too eh but a chunk of editing time goes in to get a show whipped into shape <laughs> You have no idea. I'll just leave it at that. You have no idea the editing that has to be done on this show. I hope it doesn't sound like it. I really hope it doesn't sound like we're editing the living hell out of it, but uh, I hope it sounds very natural and relaxed. And, oh, yes, we just sat down with a mic and decided to start recording, and it came out flawlessly the first time, but no. Continue with his email. A few ideas for you. Did you ever listen to the Instant Show? Kind of sucks since Randy Deluxe joined up full-time, in my opinion. I was a huge Andrew original co-host fan back in the day. Anyway, you should track that guy down and have him do a segment on your show. <laughs> We'd love to. We'd love to have anyone do a, an interview on this show. Are you kidding? But we will get there eventually. We will hopefully have that one day. Uh, he continues. Anyway, keep him coming, digging the Big V too. Weirdly, there's a bar down the street from my house called Big V's. They have no barn, however. So, pass along a positive nod and wave from a fiery stick. Thank you so much for sending that in. Again, we, we thank you for thanking us, and we, we, this could just keep going around in a circle here. But thank you everyone for writing in, because that is just awesome, and we're glad that you keep listening. I know a lot of podcasts sit there and go, our listeners are the best. Of course you're the best. You're listening to the freaking podcast. Yes, but you guys are the best, not because you listen to this podcast, but because you are horde. That is why. Because you are horde and you play World of Warcraft. We are going to now segue slightly into Big V's big news. We're going to let him tell you himself about this. Undercover Alliance. Alright, gotta tell you, I was out uh, questing today with my blood elf uh, hunter. I ran into some Undercover Alliance. Going out to Tar Tank of the Moss Tequila Guild on the Eggwin server. Now, I'm floating around out there in the charred veil, just me and my kitty cat. We're going to slay some harpies, and uh, we get down to the bottom of the hill there, right before all, you know, the place where all the action starts, and what do I see? But a, I think he was a level 26 Tauren, flagged, because I'm on a PvP server, and he has got so much aggro on him, I can barely see him. He's got a Chimera, two Harpies, and something else. He managed he managed to take one of them down, but then he started walking. He was dazed. And I'm thinking, hey, this is a fella horde here, you know? I, I can't let this happen. You know, he may die, but it's not going to be because I didn't help. So, I unloosed my fearsome cat and started shooting at things. 
and he um, strolled past me in a daze. The cat uh, took care of uh, his mob, and the rest of them left. I'm not really sure how the cat didn't aggro anything else, but did a pretty good job. I took one down, the cat took one down. So, I turn around and I look at this guy. Okay, he's still just kind of standing there, thinking, all right, dude, I just kept you from going to uh, the spirit healer on the other side of the veil here. Wave, bow, salute, blow a kiss, something, nothing, nothing. So I'm walking, um, I've killed a couple of harpies, and then I notice this guy run up beside me. I'm thinking, okay, well here, you know, this will be nice. I'm sure he'll uh, you know, do something, at least whisper, say, hey, thanks for uh, pulling my big bovine butt out of the fire there. No, what does he do? He forgot to loot one of the mobs. So I'm standing there killing stuff. He sidles up to me, loots a mob, and then runs away and starts killing harpies that I'm already targeting. Tar tank of the Moss Tequila Gill, not impressed. I think you are Undercover Alliance. Undercover Alliance. Lurking. You gotta watch out for them. They're everywhere. Either that or just a rude little brat. But anyway, as you can tell, I have no patience right now. Thank you, Big V, for letting us know about that. We, we must keep tabs. Everyone, you know, we have to know these things. We have to know who is who and who's lurking around. So anyway, that is concluding our show. Auntie Ed is going to soak her head in a bottle of NyQuil right now. So I want you to know, look, look at the length we go to for you at For The Horde Radio. If you want to send us an email, please do our email address, fthradio at gmail.com. We still have our call-in line. No, nobody's called in on it yet, although I'm not shocked, but I'll read it out to you anyway. Our call-in line is area code 206-888-3130. And you can call, leave us a message, and we will play out your voice on the next show if you do that. That's probably why nobody's calling. Nobody, most people don't want to hear themselves. It's one of those weird, it's like you hear yourself recorded and you go, God, I sound like that. <laughs> I don't want to hear myself. No, no, no. That's probably why nobody's calling. Actually, someone did call. It was a hang up. As exciting as that sounds. Thank you all for listening to this week's episode, episode eight show of For the Horde Radio. And we will return two weeks, less a head cold, I hope, for another nose sniffling, throat scratching, head pounding <laughs> episode to know I'm doing this on borderline of having a major cold. My devotion. We. Murlocs are very dominant creature. Yeah. They harassed him mercilessly. They just... Some witty comment that I can't even think of right now. You know, they see the pet's ass. Ah! And, the, and up on their buff, it, on their debuff, it says, <laughs> fear of ass. Uh, <laughs> uh, You've been ass-feared. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.